Welcome to Behind the Helm. We are so happy you're here with us. The show features myself and Petty Officer Dowden. We work together in Indiana as Navy recruiters. We created the show with the intention to help bring together the past, present, and future personnel of the military to help build a better understanding of what it's like to actually be a part of it. So you'll see anything from like interviews to video reactions or just personal stories of our own to help guide those who have interest in learning more about the, what the military has to offer and what it takes to make the ultimate sacrifice to serve your country. This podcast can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and live on Facebook every Thursday at 4 p.m. And that's facebook.com slash behind the helm. So don't forget to like, share, and follow the show so you never miss out on an episode. And thank you to everyone here who supports us. Enjoy. Episode 33. It's only 33. Yeah, it's only 33. Uh, we kept missing weeks. Yeah, we missed some weeks. Uh, welcome in to Behind the Helm. I'm Petty Officer Levesque. With me is Chief Petty Officer Dowden. And uh, if this is your first time here, welcome. Good to have you. If this is your 33rd time here, what's up, man? How's it going, Fields? I don't know if you <laughs> noticed, but like, I do it every time. Like, I don't know if Fields is there, but we'll see. Um, I wonder if he feels special that I give him like a shout-out literally uh, every single episode. I'm like, hey, Fields, how are you? And he's like, I'm good. But um, good to have you guys. Uh if you're watching right now, you're on Facebook, you're watching this live, this is the most interactive way to watch the show. Um, you can key in, ask us some questions. Future Sailor Cooper's here. He said, hey guys, what's up, man? Uh, you guys can ask questions. That's going to get him um, out of some PT later. Yeah, you can uh, <laughs> You can like the stream, you can share it. As you can see, people are liking and sharing. You get a little gift that pops up, give you that dopamine. That's how I like to describe it. I just like that it shows exactly what we do in the Navy. Yeah. And um, and we want to apologize, too. We're a little late yeah. today. A little we're, late. We're fixing some software stuff, so you should notice a little bit better audio, uh, but somehow it dropped something. So we're still here. Thank you for yeah. those who waited. Yeah, and, of course. And are here. And, uh, and also apologies for stuff not being up on the other platforms, you know, Spotify, YouTube. Um, you know, we take responsibility for that, or at least I do. Um little time consuming has some issues with the last episode trying to edit it so this episode 100% I will say a guarantee will be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for sure um as long as the video doesn't yeah as long as the video isn't cutting out cuz we were having some issues with the video skips and lags mm. we don't want that to translate to YouTube because then it's you know, as but as long as you get to hear our voices, that's, that's what really true. matters. That's what really matters. Regardless of what platform you're watching on, make sure you smash that like button. Make sure to comment down below. Uh, and as always, make sure you share this feed on whatever platform it is. Of course, on the page, you can find the link that will go to all of our other platforms, or you can just search behind the helm and look for our lovely logo. So before we get started, right, we got an homage for the eagle, we're adding. We actually hung some up because the table was getting a little, a little crowded. A little crowded. So I think we're just gonna have to put a watch stander out there, man. Oh my god! Yeah, Brought us good. a watch stander. I don't know. I'm gonna get this close to the camera real quick. I hope it doesn't mess up the. Got a little watch, little Lego watch stander. What's his rate? Does he have a rate? Uh, he does not. Looks like uh, out of uniform. Yeah, out of uniform. 
He or he's right in there. A school. He's in A school. There we go. All a right. school, and he's also still E1. Yeah. Yeah, just, just blank. He just comes out completely blank. All right, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about some debt. Debt. Right? We love debt. Um, no, we don't. That was a joke. Nobody loves um, that. No one likes debt. Banks no one likes like being debt. in debt. But there is one debt that is virtually, uh, I mean, it, it, it's made to seem like it's, it's hard to get out of or hard to avoid. But that would be student loan debt. And we, we've had an episode before where um, Staff Sergeant Griffin from the Air Force was in here and we talked about student debt. Um, and we had a video of... Um, Jordan Belfort, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, uh, millionaire twice. I'm going to probably um, revisit that a little bit. We had the video with Don Nichols, mm-hmm. um, who also talks about college and going mm-hmm. and, and dropping out. And actually, there are a lot of our guests that we've talked to that started in college and <laughs> yeah. decided to drop out. Yeah. It just depends on what they did with it. Uh, so, you know, we're going to kind of go over some stuff. We're going to talk about um, some different options and programs uh, that we have available uh, without beating a few of them um, to death because we've talked about them before yeah. and show you a few different options that you might not have known were available. So we're going to show you guys a few videos here. And the first one that's going to pop up, um, and if if you're in there and you know who this is, just let me know, Dave Ramsey. Mm. All right, so Dave Ramsey, he's a well-known financial guru. Guru. How, I don't know how you say it. It's a guru. Yeah. Uh, an author with a nationally syndicated radio show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's all over YouTube. I mean, he's helped millions get out of debt. And mm-hmm. I, Claire, my fiance, listens to him uh, yep. religiously. Uh, you know, he, he has great programs. Obviously, like, you can buy into his programs, but yeah. you can just listen to a lot of his stuff for free. Yeah, really his, his, his main book is called The Complete Money Makeover. talks about the seven baby steps of how to get out of debt. His main thing is about getting out of debt, and that's yep. it. And if there's one debt that he doesn't like, right, that he's, he, he definitely thinks is the worst of all, and that would be student loan debt. So we're going to have to take a look at this video here where he kind of talks about Mostly aimed to parents, mm. but I want you to put yourself in your parents' shoes and think about you funding your kids' mm-hmm. college fund and see how that goes. Whether right. it's now or one day. Mm-hmm. Where'd it go with Mike? Baby step five is where we're saving for our children's college. Student debt also has a significant impact on student. Baby step five is where we're saving for our children's college fund. And this is going to look different for everyone. There's no set number here because it really depends on your situation. Did you have the baby last week or is the baby 18? That makes a difference on how much you need for college, right? I mean, what you got to do for college. It's like, is this an oh crap moment or, hey, we're going to be diligent and safe? Did we wait almost until too late? Now, they have to go to college debt-free. They cannot participate in this epic student loan system failure that is called America right now. It is horrible out there. Do not let your kids go in debt. You do not have to go to debt. Go to community college for free for two years. Go, go to in-state school work six jobs, get scholarships. Our student loan problem is a parenting problem. Mom and dad let kids sign up for crap they couldn't afford. Bad mama, bad daddy. They got to have the conversations. That's where it starts. And there's a reason you say baby step four, invest for yourself before the kids, because there's a 100% chance you're going to retire. 
there's a 50-50 chance or less these days that your kid's going to go to college. And graduate. Yeah. Yeah, this is this less than 50% chance they're going to graduate. So Maybe step five is where we're saving for our children's college. Yeah, still, still, still we're always fig- figuring it out. Well, we've come a long way from when our first episode, the computer died. So <laughs> we lost power. Yeah, that was The computer bad. didn't die. We lost power in the building. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. That's what happened. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even just getting into that, you know, um, I know that for a student watching it, they're like, well, I mean, that doesn't apply to me. I'm not saving for a college fund. Well... You don't, if you don't have one, mm-hmm. then guess what you're jumping into? Debt, uh, student loan debt, which he says is a complete disaster in America. I think, too, like, you know, me and you have talked, and, like, obviously you're a parent. Yes. You know, I'm a parent. Um, I think every parent wants the best for their kids, would love to be able to send their parent or send their child to whatever school. Um, but, you know, there where he's talking about investing yourself first, uh, but in, for your kids – you know, there comes a point there where at what point do you do, you do things on your own? What if your parents can't mm-hmm. invest for you? Yep. You know, I'm a Notre Dame fan. Uh, we've taken Logan to uh, football games there, and he, he told me he wants to go to school there. <laughs> okay, buddy, good luck to you. Um, you know, that's not something that, uh, you know, I'll help him do, but I couldn't just pay for him to go there. Most parents couldn't, right? So, you know, when somebody tells me, like, well, my mom and dad are paying for college, well, good for you. Become a good good story, bro. Like mm-hmm. become an adult uh, and really understand that it's not that simple for your parents as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is something that you should be looking at on your own um, and kind of understanding that future. Whether you know yours is paid for or not, eventually you're going to have a family. What happens then? So these are things to really think about. Exactly. And what is this student loan crisis or disaster that Dave Ramsey's talking about? Well, I'll give it to you through the numbers because – the numbers speak volumes, mm-hmm. right? This, it, the, the proof is here on where we're at. All right, so 45 million Americans uh, are shouldering $1.7 trillion in student loans. Um, the national debt crisis has surged 144% over the past decade. Um, basically, if this trend continues, both borrowers and taxpayers are kind of facing a situation where um, – they don't know if these student loan lenders are going to be able to keep handing out these loans to people that can't pay it back. It's yep. a lot like the housing crash. Mm-hmm. Um, we're giving people who are making, you know, fifty thousand dollars a year, and they're handing out loans to people to, for a home that's four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, or their or their credit was bad because a lot of these kids that are getting these loans, they don't have credit. They don't have a history of paying off debt. So then you're putting somebody else. So in order to do that, then then somebody else is co-signing for this, right? Exactly. So you're actually, regardless of what you think that you're going to accomplish, you are putting somebody else's financial life at risk. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't complete it and then start paying on that, look, they're going to get their money. Now, you're not paying for it while you're at school, but there are costs involved. So mm-hmm. we've talked about before and we've looked up numbers where you know most people call a bachelor's degree a four-year degree. Um, mm-hmm. It can be achieved faster than that, but most of the time the national average is like almost six years uh, because of, of the financial burden outside of just the, mm-hmm. the cost of tuition, but the cost of, of living in general, the cost of food, the cost of you know this, that, or whatever. Uh, and so you're working and you can't just go. 
to school and only do school unless you are one of the very lucky few who get scholarships. And we've had people on our mm-hmm. show before that had scholarships, went uh, completely for free, and then realized it wasn't quite where they wanted to be. Uh, but the, the big thing that we want to show and talk about with this is, is the college debt and um, how that looks in different ways around yeah. it. So I think that Dave, yeah. Dave Ramsey, like, you know, mm-hmm. people might look at us and say, well, that's cool. You're Navy recruiters. What do you know about it? Okay, we see it all the time. Um, I have college degrees, but I'm not Dave Ramsey. No, no. Uh, like, I'll take his word to the bank, literally. And, and with Dave Ramsey, it, he's not teaching anything that that is that crazy. He Like, it's very easy to follow, and he has been proven that he knows what to do with money, mm-hmm. and it's actually really simple. To continue on, though, 15% of all Americans report that they have outstanding undergraduate student debt. 15% of all Americans, not Americans who just have student loans. This is all. all. Um, uh, what's another one here? Yeah, student loan debt growth rate outpaces rising tuition costs by 353%. It's insane. Um, and uh, in the 21st century, the cost of college attendance has increased at an annual rate of 6.8%, which means more kids are going to school. Which is good. But that that's a growth rate faster than a uh, that's a growth rate 196.2% faster than current inflation and mm-hmm. 89% 89% faster than wage inflation. So you and got all these current, kids. Those are current numbers, just so you yes. know. Um, and the big thing with that is we're not saying that going to school with student loans is necessarily um, a absolute horrible thing because there are people who are successful with oh, it. Oh, yeah. However, you need to understand what you're doing. And um, for those of you out there, if anybody's watching this, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but if you heard us say any number over 100% and you thought to yourself you can't give more than 100%, don't go to college. Yeah. You're not ready. If I said 300%, just take the number and multiply it by three. There you're you not, go. You're not ready. Yeah, you're not, you're not ready for it, boy. But- Let's look at uh, CSNBC um, actually did a little thing where they uh, went over the financial the uh, student loan crisis mm-hmm. and they actually talked to some students on campus at Columbia University to yep. get an idea of like where their minds at while they're actually going to school. And while you're pulling that up, I will remind you, if you're out there, make sure to comment. We like talking to uh, you and answering your questions. If you have any about what we're talking about, make sure you smash that like button. Make sure you share this feed. Make sure you're following us so when we're live, you know. Uh, On whatever platform you are, whether it's subscribe, like, share, follow, find it, like it, share it, follow it. has a significant impact on students' everyday lives, the decisions they make, and their mental health. To pay off my student debt, I have to either join the military or marry rich. So chances are probably join the military. After I graduate, I'll have $35,000 in debt. Currently, I have $65,000 of student debt, and I'll graduate with close to $100,000 of student debt. And mostly that manifests itself as uh, the kind of job or career path you're going to seek after graduation. I always wanted to pursue like pre-med and stuff like that. I'm going to be doing investment banking. Mostly high paying. We're talking Wall Street consulting. They are super artistic and creative people and they would love to pursue those pathways. But because of their income or because of the way that they've grown up, they are choosing like STEM fields. I don't want to be in debt for all of my life. Um, And the tuition here could definitely make that possible. People are horrified about the possibility of not landing a job, not landing an internship, because if you don't land on your feet coming right out of it, 
what do you do? It's one of the reasons why I cannot even enjoy being a student here because every semester I have to worry about do I have enough money to go to school next semester? Well, especially people who have to work. I mean, the workload here is enough. I have a job with the, actually the university in order to like supplement like my income. Nothing in life comes easy. I think everyone can attest to that. Get the best job possible to pay off that debt and that's the best that I can do. So yeah, even while they're even while they're going to school, you know, you could see students are just concerned about what's going to happen next because that pressure to pay off the loans that they know they're about to have mm-hmm. starts mounting even there and I'm sure they hear about you know, people that they knew who got out of college and they're struggling to find a job. Um, I think what was the one thing that kind of hit me, because we watched this earlier, um, but watching it again, was the one guy that almost seemed proud of his debt. Uh, yeah, I'm $65,000 in debt, and by the time I graduate, it'll be over 120000 Like, <laughs> why are you happy with that? Yeah. Um, but, like, the, the point that they said about the artistic people, like, you know, um, y- you can go to um, NYC... And, um, you know, Juilliard and these places that are for like, you know, the artsy, more creative uh, people. And those jobs are not high paying jobs, but it's a very high education. So, you know, that's the other thing we've talked about before is making sure that whatever you're going for is something that's going to be marketable. Um, you know, trade schools are huge right now, please like, listen to me, uh, look into that. Um, you know, make sure you know what you're doing. Uh, you know, we've talked before about the GI bill and, and we don't want to get into that, you know, too, too much because we've talked about it before, but understanding, uh, that, you know, the military isn't an opposite path of college, uh, everybody knows that the, the GI Bill, or they've heard of that, where it can pull them in, uh, and then after you get out, you can use it. Uh, but we've also talked about our tuition assistance programs that while you're in, uh, you can take college. Before I joined, I had zero college, never went, uh, didn't want to go into debt, any of that, and I used TA uh, plus the credits that I earned like while I was in mm-hmm. uh, and received an associate's degree, and I have a certificate and another degree as well, and I haven't even touched my GI Bill, nor have I paid for any of it. Um, so, you know, the options there, we've talked about it before, but this is more informative, understand the GI bill, understand tuition assistance. Those are available through the Navy. Uh, but we have another program that we want to tell you about. Yeah. I don't think it gets talked about enough. Um, I'm sure many of you guys, if you're high school students, especially juniors and seniors are really thinking about what their next step is. And a lot of times they're trying to look for, for scholarships and the Navy actually has a, a, a very, very good scholarship called the NRTC scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Navy Reserves Officers Training. Navy Reserve Officers Officer. Training Corps. Yeah, there we go. There you are. <laughs> right, so um, basically it's a way to have your school completely paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, there's over 160 universities that have these um, NRTC units. Uh, here in Indiana, uh, one you could go to is Notre Dame. There you go. Too late. Sorry. Um, so what it does is it covers um, covers all additional educational and lab fees, gives you a stipend for books, um, gives you a substance allowance. Um, basically, it goes up $50 from $250, up $50 every year into your senior year. But like I said, it pays up to $200,000 of um, your tuition and fees. So you're going to be going to school. Right, mm-hmm. they're gonna be um, 
you know, you're going to be learning a skill that you're actually going to translate to become a commissioned officer in the Navy. A lot of people, when we talk about that, where we're like, okay, hey, you're because some people don't necessarily want to go the enlisted route and get college. They want to go to college straight out. They have, mm-hmm. they have the skills, they have the, the scores, which we'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, they have, you know, the qualifications to do so. Uh, but when they hear Navy and think college, they think that means only going to the Naval Academy in Annapolis. This is not what we're talking about. This is a scholarship with schools, um, all over the United States where you can go, you're, you're going to school, you're getting it paid for. And here's the biggest thing. And I'm probably going to steal your thunder because I think you wanted to say this. I'm sorry. Uh, you are guaranteed 100% job security once you get that degree. Yes. Tell me what other degree you're going to get with that. And yeah, sure. It's as a commissioned officer in the Navy. That's not a bad gig. It's 100% guaranteed. They're going to pay for all your school. You're going to have a job straight out of college, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about paying back anything other than that and having that job and continuing to get paid. And, and, and that was one of the concerns that the students who are going to Columbia, right, going to Columbia University, you're talking about one of the best universities in the nation, they're worried about if they're going to be able to land a job to pay off their student debt. Mm-hmm. Well, we're telling you that you are going to have a job in the field that you went to school for because there's nothing that feels worse than spending four years at school going into $120,000 in student debt and you're not doing what you plan to do for the next four years or during that four years what you what you learned won't actually apply to what you're going to be doing right that that would just feel like a lot of time wasted so I know you have in front of you um we wanted to go over some of these uh, requirements. Yeah. So in front of you, you actually have. So there's a couple things. So obviously, like yeah, we can actually show them. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to. So um, in the recruiting offices, and this isn't any special type of, of recruiting office. You go through your regular enlisted recruiter, just like uh, Petty Officer Levesque and myself. We have different pamphlets even that have this information on it. Obviously. You can Google anything, right? Uh, but make sure you're getting from a reputable site. Uh, we have one specifically about the NROTC program and then Education for Life, which talks also about the GI Bill and um, the uh, tuition assistance, uh, among some other things. So there's all different kinds of educational benefits in the Navy. Uh, the biggest thing, too, is that with the NROTC scholarships, uh, just like any scholarship, you have to understand that there is an application process. Okay. And just like any other scholarship anywhere else, you are competing uh, with others. So you have to go through that process. There are deadlines. We're not going to get into every single one. uh, But if you are interested in that, uh, you would want to go to, and and we'll add this in the comments down below, uh, www.nrotc.navy.mil. And it will lay out a lot of those. um, Wow. I lost my train of thought those, uh, requirements. requirements. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, but you know, just a few, you know, you, you are still going to have to take an SAT just, I mean, you're going to college. You're going to have to take an SAT. You're going to have to take an ACT. Uh, you know, you have to have a cumulative high school GPA of at least 2.75. Uh, your SAT is uh, 540 math, 550 verbal, uh, you know, and writing and 1100 combined. So, you know, there's different, just like any school, they have these things. Now, these are the minimums, of course. Again, you mm-hmm. are competing for this just like any other scholarship. But if you aren't looking into this yeah. and you're looking at other scholarships, why aren't you looking into all of you your options? You want to add, on top of that, you got to be in the top 
ten percent of your graduating class to mm-hmm. be considered. Um, so you you fill out the the application, and then you're gonna have an appointment. So basically, you'll kind of have like an interview almost, like a board to make sure that this is something that you that they would allow you to do. Um, they're gonna have a scholarship selection board consideration, but then you also has to have to have physical qualifications too, mm-hmm. right? So if you're if you know you know you're out of shape, if you know like definitely military is not in my future, or at least not in the close future, this isn't gonna be something that's gonna be um, kind of in your wheelhouse. So just know that while it is hard to get, it's so versatile. Yeah, uh, you could be doing anything from nuclear power, aviation, nursing, mm-hmm. anything pretty much in the STEM field. If you're going to be doing science or um, or you want to be an engineer, anything like that, you're going to be able to do. Um, and then you're going to do it in the Navy. And not only that, a lot of times when you get out of college, you know, you're going kind of entry level. You know, will you be a supervisor right away. Maybe I not. don't know. Probably maybe not. not. They yeah. probably already have somebody there. Yeah. And they maybe not want to hire somebody who's never right. been a manager. You don't have that experience yet. But when you join the Navy as an officer, you are kind of put in a higher position than basically, and I know we had a talk about this, <laughs> does play a role, but at the same time, pretty much anyone below a chief to an ensign Mm-hmm. Which is it, which is an O one. That's the an first 01, rank. Yeah, you know, as an um, officer, if they say, "Hey, this is what we're doing," what then doing. that's what we're doing. Um, so, but that's a lot of that's a lot of pressure. At the same time, I mean, that's a lot you got to kind of bear. But when you're when you go through the NRTC, you're gonna do drill. You know, you're gonna you're actually gonna do a lot of leadership training. leadership yeah. training, and then you go to OCS. Um, and you actually become an officer Mm -hmm. and then that's when it's completely done. Once you complete that and you're done with school, then you'll be a commissioned officer. So you'll, you'll know how the Navy works. You'll know ranks and recognition. You'll know how to, you know, be a leader and also receive a bachelor's degree for free. There are reserve options as well. And and here's, Mm -hmm. Here's one. I know this is one, and if I'm jumping too far ahead, let me know. But because uh, I I know this is something that that you find um, just insane. So a lot of times when I talk to people and they're talking about different scholarships or sports scholarships or this or that, and they're concerned because there is an obligation, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, you're going on this sports scholarship or whatever. Well, you're obligated, um, you know, for an X amount of time, and you're obligated to uh, maintain this average, this, this, this. Um, you know, I think probably this is where it blows my mind that that people aren't beating the door down to ask about the NROTC scholarship. Yep. And that simple fact is what? One year. Oh, yes. Yeah. So basically, um, you could get the scholarship, get approved. You have to get approved. You have to get approved. You go to school and within your first year, not the first semester, your first year, Mm -hmm. um, if you don't want to be in the Navy or if you don't want to be in the NRTC program anymore, you could stop doing it. Now, you can continue to go to school, but guess what? You're going to be paying out of pocket for it, obviously. Mm -hmm. But you're not... 
you you won't be completely obligated mm-hmm. in that first year. So how about a free year of school? You get to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Hey, school is not for me. Because a lot of times what happens is in the 21st century, you stop going to school, you owe it back. Yep. Not this. You won't owe it back. And this is this is just an insane. And I'm going to read this. This is straight off of um, our literature. So, uh, you know, it gets vetted and, and has to be read. So it says literally no obligation. Completing the application does not obligate you in any way. You may disenroll from the NROTC scholarship program at any time during the freshman year without incurring any service obligation or financial penalty. That in and of itself is in, it's insane. Now mm-hmm. I will tell you that more than likely, if you get approved for the scholarship, you get there, you're doing this. Um, I think the reason that they have that is quite honestly that after that first year, you're not, you're not going to quit. Uh, but no, if you're worried about the future, everybody always, Oh, it's an unknown. I don't know. I'm telling you that you have a year for free. All you have yeah. to do is get approved and go. Uh, so if you're looking at all, if you're a junior, um, keep it in mind, if you're a senior right now and you don't know what you're doing and you haven't looked at this, um, hi, like you need to be looking at all of your options. You really do. Um, even if you are um, thinking about enlisting, you can be enlisted in our debt program, delayed entry program, and you can still apply for this. So why wouldn't you? Make sure you look because there are deadlines. Uh, I don't want to misspeak. I didn't uh, look it up. I do believe you have to start you have to start the application um, at least by putting your name on it by the end of the year. And then it has to be, everything has to be in by February. Uh, don't quote me. We'll actually find that information uh, hopefully before we get off of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, that's with most scholarships, Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. you have till the end of the year. So make sure that you're looking into this, like this is an amazing program. Come talk to us about it. Uh, it's something that uh, I think is very valuable. And the big thing is um, if you're out there and you're a school administrator or a teacher, uh, this goes towards your school too. I mean, it is a scholarship. Yeah. Uh, you're double like dipping there. You got someone who's joining the military and somebody who is also going to college. Yeah. So this is a, this is a great program um, to look at. And to find out if you just qualify, there's nothing. We just said there's no obligation. Yeah. And, and, and even on top of that, there's no obligation to join the Navy even if you came in to not talk about ROTC. Oh, yeah. So And just know that. Well, even like, if you did to talk about this. Yeah. I'm just saying if you want to get the information, find out if you're qualified for it. Um, you know, we're not going to tie you to a chair. Make sure you like a lot of people always tell us like, oh, I want to make sure I look at all my options. Have you looked at an ROTC? Yeah. Well, no. Then you're not looking at all your options. Yeah. Because I can talk to you about both regular and listed. We, we and know. We know what that really is. It, it means I'm too <laughs> I have to look at my options. <laughs> talk to my mom. I got to turn into a ghost. <laughs> so These kids go Danny Fandom. Yeah. Hey, Stinson says it's good to have options. It is good to have it options. It is good to have options. You should have options. So, um, you know, again, uh, make sure no matter what platform you're watching this on that you hit the subscribe button, you hit the like button, you hit the follow button, find a like, share, follow, share this feed. Somebody out there needs this information. It may not be for you, but we're glad that you're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully the next one will be. Uh, as always, some of you might just be hanging out for what we're doing next. But definitely make sure that you like this page, follow this page, share this page, get people following it because eventually... It's going to help someone, and that's what we're here to do. Yep. All right, guys. Well, bonus content is about to start in three, two. Thank you for listening to today's episode. 
You were just behind the helm. To see this podcast live, check us out on Facebook every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you were listening to this podcast on Apple or Spotify, head on over to our YouTube page to see this show and extra content. If you're on YouTube already, click the video below to see the after show and bonus content that's available right now. No matter what platform you're on, find the link in the description to find the links to all our other platforms. And as always, find it, like it, share it, and follow it. Thanks, guys.